0: I'm going to drop out of the school. Totally because of the Wi-Fi.
1: Totally because of the Wi-Fi. And
2: I'm Calista.
1: And I'm Allison. And welcome back to I Don't Want to Talk About Politics, a podcast where we discuss the issues you don't want to talk about around the Thanksgiving dinner table. I was a happy camper two attempted intros ago.
2: Uh-huh.
1: My, my vibe has been killed. Yeah. In the words of, Cruz- of Cusco, you threw off the emperor's groove. I'm so upset. I may need to watch that movie after this. Happy Black History Month, Calista.
2: No, actually happy Black History Month to you. You're the black one. Thank you. Thank
1: you. I don't know if it's like a shoe or something, but it looks like someone's hanging off the top of your bed.
2: It's a it's a stuffed elephant.
0: Oh,
1: okay.
2: like a stuffed animal. Not an elephant.
0: How's your job hunt going?
2: So wonderful, as in gotten nowhere.
0: hmm
1: I have accomplished one of my New Year's resolutions. What was that? Do you
0: remember what my New Year's resolutions were, Calista?
2: Uh, read 100 books. hmm And that's all I remember.
1: One of them was to find an internship for the summer, and I have found myself an internship. Nice. I am interning for a mural candidate for Salem, and I am so happy. And I just finished my application for to go to D.C. for a Students for Life Fellowship for nice. the Book Art Fellowship. And so if I make it, My project is going to be starting to work, is going to be working on a pro-life children's book, which means by next year, I could be a published author. Nice. Which has been a lifelong dream of mine. I never wanted to be like a children's author, but like, it'd be a great foot in the door. There's nothing wrong with being a children's author and having a children's book to my name would be so cool. Yeah. Anyways, I really, I, I worked really hard on my application, so hopefully I get it. I've never heard of anyone getting denied for those fellowships. And since our group was nominated for group of the year last year, you would think that maybe they would be a bit more, like, wanting to have people come back. Yeah. I don't know. In Anything interesting happened to you between this and our last episode, which was, like, mid-January? Not really.
0: Mm. Not really? Just been... No. Just been... Working. hmm How's your week been? Good. Good.
1: Let's see. Um, I went to the gym today. Okay. Um, and then it truly killed my productivity for the rest of the day. Like, I went... Into... That usually happens. Here's my thing. I can either be productive all day and not go to the gym or I can go to the gym and then lay in bed and play sims all day yeah but I hit my step goal today so at least I literally did one productive thing true oh, Everdeen um
0: yeah I mean other than that um I'm going to North Carolina nice
1: yeah home of my um ancestors i guess I'm from texas
2: <laughs> i was gonna say you're from texas
1: <laughs> um i did uh i think so amanda and i went to a gc baseball game today let me tell you the gc baseball team is supposedly so good this year then yesterday we watched them get beat 11 to 2 <laughs> and today they won by two And then they were, like, celebrating. I'm like, you have nothing. I'm like, you don't really have a lot to be proud of. Because this is the second. Like, you're 0 for 2 with this team. So now you're 1 for 2. If you win tomorrow, at best, you tie this tournament. (laughs) But. And then they started a fight afterwards.
0: Oh. With a team from Nebraska.
1: What did the team from Nebraska ever do to them? Bring. Every single person who lives in Nebraska, I mean, oh my God. Calista, they took our entire student section. Like, we literally got kicked out of the section. Shh. They took off, like, they took, like, all of, like, 103, 104, and 102, and 101. Like, they, they literally took the center why spot. Why did they bust, so many? like, did they bust that many students from... Not students, par- like, families, like, full families Close to, they so the somehow, whole entire state of
2: Nebraska was at the yeah.
1: Somehow they had more players there than we have players, and I. They put their, they posted their team picture. Um, the GC posted their team baseball picture, and I sent it to Amanda. I said, "This is a 100 level business class." <laughs> I was like. I was like, there's so many people on this team, and somehow Nebraska had more people. There are so many people on the GCU team, because they're
2: always just, like, standing. And they're, they fill the dugout as well as the,
0: like, second
2: area.
1: At, at minimum, they have about 15, 20 pitchers. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something, Clista. Base, There's no way that anyone who played baseball couldn't go pro in some form. Yeah? Their baseball teams alone are so big, and then there's entire minor leagues of them. There's no way. Mm -hmm. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. Baseball is the participation trophy of sports.
2: Kind of is.
1: Did you have anything else you wanted to say before we started off this week? No, I think I'm good. In honor of Black History Month, we will be doing two kind of Black History-themed episodes, I get One of them, diving into the most famous Black-owned business ever. And then we will be talking about my one true love, Clarence Thomas. But that will be, so we'll be like, you know, doing a little Black criticism and then a little bit of Black love. Is that how you would describe it, Calista? (laughs) <laughs> um, so today, as you can tell by the title, we are going to be talking about the scandalous history of Black Lives Matter. Um, also, on their oh uh, website, they always call it hashtag Black Lives Matter. And yeah. I actually like mentioned that on the website, they always capitalize black.
2: Just remember, that yeah. like it's a title. Well, well, think about word and when. Oh yeah. Amanda whatever. was doing her paper. It would capitalize black, but it wouldn't capitalize white.
1: Mm.
2: Or it would capitalize blacks but not white.
1: Mm. So we'll be talking about their founding, um, kind of the what they were actually founded on. Um, like I guess the case historical event they were actually founded on, some of their scandals, and then um Summer of Love, which uh-huh. I'm sure we all remember fondly.
2: It was great times. Um, so I just remember. This- mm-hmm. We're all in they this together. Oh, okay. Yeah, we are all in this together. <laughs> start
1: singing Imagine
2: by John Lennon.
1: Okay. So Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, or hashtag, or hashtag Black Lives Matter is a global organization in the United States, the United Kingdom, and Canada Canada, and whole mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in the violence inflicted on black communities by the state and vigilantes. Um, oh. by, by combating and counteracting acts of violence, creating space for black imagination and innovation, and centering black joy, we are Winning intermediate, winning immediate improvements in our lives. Which, Costa, I'd like to say that we have created a space for Black Imagine and innovation.
2: Oh, perfect. Do you feel like you have this freedom now?
1: I do feel like I have this freedom, but I do feel like it's actually being limited by BLM.
2: You know, that's fair.
1: Um, so in their bio, they claim themselves to be expansive, saying that they are a collective of liberators who believe in inclusive and spacious movement, as well as affirming the lives of Black, queer, and trans folks, which they use folks to make them sound like extra Black, and I understand they were founded by three Black women from the South, but still, um, disabled folks, undocumented folks, folks with records, women and all Black lives along the gender spectrum the organization has include
2: all those spectrums
1: the organization has two additional goals um they claim that they are working for a world where black lives are no longer systematically targeted for demise and to affirm our humanity our contributions to the society and our resilience in the face of deadly oppression they call for black lives matter the call for black lives matter is rallying cry for all black lives shriven for liber- liberation and then literally the next paragraph they're officially pitching their merch like literally the next paragraph is like merch link in bio and i just think it's that's great. so funny um so that was our about section and then i wanted to talk about specifically about their three owners calista will get more into it later but it was they were about one of them later but they're um, founded by three black women, Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tometi. Um, and it was in response to Trayvon Martin's, um, murder, which I'll talk about the details of. But um, actually, it has more than forty chapters, and it talks about how it was an ideological and political intervention in a world where black lives are system. Systemically and intentionally targeted for demise, it is an affirmation of Black folks' humanity our contributions to the society and our resilience in the face of deadly oppressors. Uh, black liberation movements in this country have created room, space, and leadership, mostly for Black heterosexual cisgender men. What? I'm sorry, that, I, okay, leaving women queer and trans, I would say out of every single per, out of all black people who are targeted the most, I would say black men are targeted the most, but whatever leaving women, queer, and transgender people and others either out of the movement or in the background to move the work forward with little or no, little or no recognition. We've, oh, okay. As a network, we always have recognized the need to center the leadership of women and queer and trans people to maximize our movement muscle and to be intentional about not replicating harmful practices that excluded so many in the past movements for liberation we made a commitment to placing those at the margins closer to the center. I said, as hashtag Black Lives Matter developed throughout 2013 and 2014, we used a lot we utilized it as a platform and organizing tool. other groups, organizations, and individuals used it to amplify anti-black racism across the country in all the ways it showed up um the space that black hashtag black I'm not saying hashtag every single time. The the space that BLM held and continues to hold helped propel the conversation around the state sanctioned violence they experienced. We particularly highlighted the egregious ways in which black women, specifically black trans women, are violated. BLM was developed in support of all black lives. Okay. And so mm. it talks about, um, it just kind of goes into some of the cases that they handled at first and like the movements around thing that. And then they just like thank the people that they helped. Um, but one of the last thing that they would, that it says is it became clear that we needed to continue organizing and building black power across the country people were hungry to galvanize their communities to end state sanctioned violence against black people, the way Ferguson organizers and allies were doing, which Ferguson is one of the first, um, cities that they kind of started the BLM thing in. Mm -hmm. Um, Soon, we created the Black Lives Matter global network infrastructure. It is adaptive and decentralized with a set of guiding principles. Our goal is to support development of new Black leaders, as well as to create a network where Black people feel empowered to determine our destinies in our communities. If they took that sentence alone and built an entire network just on that sentence alone, they could have a good network. Exactly. fact the fact that they're... But, like, the fact that they, like, there's things in here that make sense, like, when they talk about ending Black violence and, like, the, like, un, like, I'm not saying it's targeted all the time, but to be honest, there's quite a few times where it is targeted and, like, all the, and, like, they talk about their goals of, of, like, the systematic targeted for demise and the contributions to society and ending suppression in some of the older states that have that suppression in, like, that kind of darker history, and then they're rising, they're raising up new Black leaders. If they were actually doing that, then this would be a great organization, and that's what huh. frustrates me.
0: I'm sorry. I got all mad about the Wi-Fi, and now I'm all, I'm all, I'm
1: all passionate.
2: It's okay.
1: Okay. So finally, uh, Calista, is there anything you would like to say before I talk about Trayvon Martin?
2: No, other than that was a lot of information to say that they helped the black community. Okay.
1: Now, I remember when Trayvon Martin was shot, because we talked about this in my school when he was shot. Like, I guess I, I didn't realize this is what founded BLM, but I remember when this happened. Do you remember?
2: Yeah, that? I just like
0: a little bit. But like mm-hmm.
2: everything just came out in 2020. So like I assumed that like that was when BLM started.
1: Yeah. So actually, it was in 2020. So, so BLM actually started back in 2012, late 2012, kind mm-hmm. of 2013. It started in response to the acquittal. So um, I know a lot of people already know this story. But in case you don't, we're going to go like a quick run through through the story of Trayvon Martin. Just because it's not been something that it's been something that hasn't been talked about quite a bit. So mm-hmm. on this is an article from history.com. And they're just that they did like a this day in history. So. And on February 26, 2012, Trayvon Martin, an African-American teen, walking home from a trip to a convenience store, is fatally shot by George Zimmerman, a neighborhood watch volunteer patrolling the townhouse community of the retreat at Twin Lakes in Sanford, Florida. Zimmerman claimed to have shot the unarmed 17-year-old at a defense during a physical operation. Altercation, not operation. (laughs) After police initially opted not to arrest Zimmerman, whose father is white and mother is Hispanic, okay, weird, weird detail. Okay. The the case sparked protested protests and ignited national debates about racial profiling, profiling and self defense laws. Zimmerman was later charged with second degree murder. Following a high profile trial that riveted America, he was acquitted of the charges against him. The term Black Lives Matter was then first used by organizer Alicia Garza in July 13th of 2013, Facebook post. In response to Zimmerman's acquittal, the phrase spread widely and became a rallying cry against racial injustice. So basically what happened is, so Martin was um in Sanford visiting his father and he was wearing like a hooded sweatshirt and he was going back home to his father's fiancé's house. um. Where he bought a bag of skittles and I they say a bottle of juice, but I remember it specifically being a can of Arizona sweet tea. <laughs> I don't know why I I like remember a lot of weird details of this case because we studied this so much in my in my middle school. Um, oh. When he was spotted by Zimmerman, a twenty eight year old insurance fraud investigator, who was captain of the neighborhood patrol at the retreat. At Twins Lake, which recently had experienced a series of break-ins and burglaries, so Zimmerman had called the non-emergency line, um, to report Martin, and um, they don't include it in here, but we read through, the we read through the, the um, what's it called, the transcript of the back and forth between him and the dispatcher, and oh. so the dispatcher told him not to like follow. Hit the The teenager but he ended up following him around and then shot him um, when officers arrived Martin was dead at the scene and Zimmerman who had bloody nose and cuts on the back of his head was questioned then released there were no eyewitnesses to the shooting and police chose not to arrest Zimmerman who claimed to have acted in self defense um, after Martin's parents raised concerns about the police investigation into the death of their son who had no criminal record the case gained national attention protest rallies were held in cities nationwide, including New York City, where on March 21st, 21st, hundreds of people gathered for the Million Hoodie March and demanded justice for Martin. Guys, I... Alyssa, I want a parade so bad. Okay. So the gays get parades. The, the women and the blacks, we get marches. Like I don't want a march. I want a parade. Okay, I want a float I'll even I'll settle for drag queens If that means I get a parade Uh, Like if Shangela's like like Vogan down but I could just sit on a float And wave then I don't care Okay I want parade or at minimum fireworks
0: Fireworks would be
1: great Fireworks would be great We're going to get this together. I'm throwing myself a parade next year. Okay. Okay. So, and demanded justice for Martin, who many believe Zimmerman had profiled as suspicious and threatening simply because the teen was black. The shooting drew attention to Florida's controversial Stand Your Ground law, which allows people to use lethal force if they fear for their safety and does not require them to retreat from a dangerous situation, even when it's possible to do so. Um... So then in April of that same year, a Florida a prosecutor appointed by Florida's governor charged Zimmerman with second-degree murder, he pleaded not guilty, and the case went to trial in June 2013, so f- over a year later. But the prosecution talked about, like, the prosecution portrayed Zimmerman as a wannabe cop who profiled Martin as a criminal, chased him down, and fought him. Prosecutors also tried to poke holes in Zimmerman's self-defense claim. By pointing inconsistencies in the statements to the police, the defense attorneys for Zimmerman, who did not take the stand. So he didn't take the stand, which is not. They act like that's. Uncommon,
0: but it's Mm. not.
1: So. On July 13th. So about a month later, after deliberating for 16 hours over two days, a jury of six women found Zimmerman not guilty. Okay. In November of twenty thirteen, the city of Sanford announced new rules forbidding volunteers in his neighborhood watch program from carrying guns and pursuing suspects. Ooh, I would like to hmm. I want you to look more into that. Hmm. Martin's death sets off set off national protests like Million Hoodie March and in 2013, Black Lives Matter was formed with the mission to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on Black communities by state and vigilantes. So yeah, that is the story of that. Uh, on to you, Callista.
2: Okay. So to many, BLM seems like a great or even just a good organization from the outside Um, that was created to help the Black community, but they're not all they seen. BLM has scandals to its name. The biggest of them is where did all the money go? That's literally, they raised so much money during 2020 and like 2021. They raised nearly $90 million, which is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So like looking into different articles and like their tax forms and stuff, the money was used... In so many ways, other than, like, helping the Black community or donating to other organizations or whatever.
0: hmm
2: So the biggest scandal is the money laundering that happened with Patrice Kohlers, who's one of the co-founders of BLM. hmm One of the biggest things is she got a new mansion. Whoa. Technically, she might have got two. One in California and one in Georgia. But I cannot confirm.
0: What? The, oh, what's her name?
2: Melina Abdullah, one of the other co-founders. Mm. She said in response to all this hate when the media found out that they purchased this house or this mansion, she said,
0: I think,
1: Malina I think they've Optalot. Attempted... What? I think Melina Optola is one of the newer people because the she's not one of the co-founders. One of the co- oh, the yeah. other co-founder was Opal. It was Alicia mm-hmm. and Opal. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, she's one of she's one of the new leaders.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, she said, "I think they've attempted to cancel us, but they have not been successful in canceling us. They've attempted to say and I'm just going to say it. She bought some damn houses. We got we gonna cancel her. Wow. Oh, Y'all don't know about what it takes to live in a box here. This this box that they're claiming they live in is, um, more than six thousand five hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. More than half a dozen bedrooms and bathrooms. Several fireplaces. Why do you need several fireplaces in California? Wait. A soundstage. A pool and a bungalow. Mm -hmm. And parking for more than 20 cars. And this property was purchased for nearly $6 million in October of 2020. And then in response to all this backlash from the media, Patrice Kohlers stated, For me, the hardest moments have been the right wing media machine Mm. just leveraging literally all its weight against me, against our movement, against BLM, the organization. I'm some weeks out now from a lot of noise. So I have more perspective, right? While I was in it, I was in survival mode. Mm Hmm. And she was referring to an April 20... article in the New York Post that revealed her purchase of four homes for nearly $3 million. So this is not counting the $6 million house. She claims that the mansions came from other sources of income, such as the book she co-published called When They Call You A Terrorist, A Black Lives Matter Memoir which I looked up. I don't know why you would want to read it, but you could read it if you wanted to. Um,
0: I want to read
2: this now. She also has a new book coming out in May, if you're interested.
1: Ooh, what's her book coming out in May? There's a young adult version of this book, by the way, Calista. Okay. There's When They Call For You sure. a Terrorist, and then there's When They Call You a Terrorist, Young Adult Edition, a story of Black Lives Matter and a power to change the world.
2: Okay. Uh, the the new one is, um, in a ballin, ballin, my
1: gosh. An abolitionist handbook?
2: Yeah.
1: Abolitionist, a ball in a ballin, in a ballin, in a ab, an abolitionist.
2: I, I was trying to say it, and it wasn't coming out. 12 Aren't steps you? to changing yourself and the world.
0: Callister, are you positive this didn't already come out? Um I'm pretty sure I saw May. I can get this book by
2: Thursday. Okay, I don't know why it wasn't showing up, so it apparently came out. Okay. I don't know why it said available in May.
0: No, yeah, I can get it I can get it delivered here tomorrow.
1: I can get like, a further yeah, version of this book delivered here tomorrow
2: for $6 less than the paperback. Yeah, now it's showing up. So I don't know why... Okay, so it already came out. Anyways, in 2022. I, I don't know second. why it was saying May. But
0: anyways, she has two books. Uh, And then... So even if she had money from other sources. Mm
2: -hmm. She
0: still used the money
2: from BLM for other reasons. When you look at the tax forms, uh, she got, my favorite, some personal security, a.k.a. her brother, Paul Kohlers, who is a professional, who was a former professional graffiti artist turned security guard
1: is a professional artist not just, just like a graffiti artist no just not just like a muralist
2: i think when they say professional graffiti artist they more mean like the style is more like graffiti than like painting a mural mm. but i could be wrong um you you ready you ready for his wage yeah Eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. Wait, eight hundred forty thousand dollars. Nine hundred and wait, eight hundred. Oh my gosh, eight hundred forty thousand nine hundred thirty-three dollars. I am a year.
0: I looked at too many numbers. Yeah, for what? For being uh
2: Patrice's or whatever her name's personal security guard. Uh, That seems like a lot of money for a personal security guard, if you ask me, but, you know.
1: What's the average wage of a personal security guard?
2: The security company he claims to have is Black Ties LLC, which I looked up. It was formed in May of 2021. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, right around... Right around the time that all this money, you know, was coming in. Mm-hmm. And has one contract ever. Just one. His contract? Would be... Yeah, he's only had one contract, so... BLM.
1: Callista, hear this, and I'm not saying that ZipRecruiter is the most accurate, but we're going to take this at face value. The average, okay. the average amount a security, personal security guard, makes a year is 39591 That's $19 an hour. That's in the 75th percentile, right? So that's, so that's 17% of uh-huh. jobs. 3% of jobs make about $45,000. I'm sure they make a little bit more. They probably make more like 60000 60, maybe even up to 80, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But they're also probably doing multiple jobs. Like, they're probably not just a security guard for one person if they're making any average.
2: Yeah. He is a security guard for one person. So, like, he really just made a name for himself for this company he security company he owns just so that it didn't look so so, so suspicious. Mm -hmm. But like when you look it up and it only has one contract and it was started in 2021 Mm -hmm. something's a little fishy about that. Yeah. Also when you make 800 just to not even not even to uh, protect a celebrity. You're literally protecting an owner of an organization or a founder of an organization. Exactly. And then next, one of their board members, Shalom. Definitely said that name wrong. Bauer received $2.1 million. This board member also allegedly took $10 million from the organization, but. I only found one article that said that, so I'm not sure on that. Mm-hmm. So, but still, if why did this person receive 2.1 million dollars? What did they do that was so special? And then 1.6 million dollars went to Patrice's father. Oh, you know, as a you gotta pay, you gotta pay your father
1: as a you know as father, little Father's Day
0: gift. Yeah. I was like there there was no reason. She just gave him one
2: point six million dollars.
0: Stanley? Okay. And then eight
2: hundred and forty thousand dollars went to her baby daddy for his company.
0: Mm. Is but, the company making babies?
2: Um there's no information on said company. Mm. It just states that it went for use for his company, but I'm pretty sure he just wanted a paycheck. Child support. Reverse. Normally the father pays for child support, but this is one expensive child. And then, $8 million went to an out-of-country grant, which seems like a lot of money. This 8 million dollars was used to support an organization called M4BJ which was used to buy which they used to buy a property in Canada uh huh um the founder of this organization just so happens to be Patrice's wife
1: I did not realize that Patrice was a queer woman I I
2: didn't I didn't realize this either until uh-huh. researching I, yeah like all this money went to all these people and it's like mm, that's a lot of money. That's not something where it's like, oh yeah, it's a little bit of money, no one will notice. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure people are gonna notice when eight million dollars goes missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like And then I guess Cut. the next section isn't really technically scandals, but a lot of the money or the donations went towards transgender organizations. like I know they kind of talked about transgender organizations and like their bio and stuff, but it was just a lot of money and between twelve different trans organizations, two point six million dollars went to them <laughs> and only one of these organizations was
0: called, um, not called. Like, their, t- their name included
2: black trans people. Every other organization was just a bunch of regular transgender
0: organizations. So they basically said, here, here's some money for the trans. Yeah. What was one of One of them was what was their name? Their whole goal
2: was to literally make transgender zones. So basically these zones where only transgender people could
1: go. I'm assuming one of them is the Trevor Project.
2: No, actually. They don't support the Trevor Project? No, that was not that's on what, the list.
1: That's like the biggest big trans organization.
2: Yeah, because that's the one like all the grocery stores and stuff do during Pride Month. They're like, you want to donate round up and donate to the Trevor Project? I'm like, no.
0: Uh Yeah.
2: None of them was the Trevor Project. It was a bunch of organizations I have literally never heard of. But yeah, 12 different
0: organizations.
2: Um, and then the last thing that I just like Oh wait, no. One more time. Uh I was just thinking like BLM they're listed as a non profit, correct?
1: I'm uh, sure. BLM. It is a five oh one C three non profit. Okay, so that's they could not they could endorse candidates. They could
2: not endorse any candidates. They,
1: uh, we, we know. <laughs> 501c4 can endorse candidates, so that's why, but they can't accept like certain types of
0: donations. Huh. So, like, they're still
1: so, like, um, um, like a church, I'm pretty sure, is a 501c3, but like, like Students for Life Action, Turning Point Action, um, Susan B. Anthony, it, those are 501c4s. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm
2: anyways it's a non-profit that seems like a lot of money to be used for personal reasons because i'm pretty sure a non-profit has to donate a certain percentage of their because like the ymca is a nonprofit, and they have to donate so much money a year to different organizations but yeah i'm just like that's a
0: lot of money for personal uses okay And then lastly, I just wanted to bring up,
2: so Brianna Taylor, one of the victims that they were advocating for or claiming BLM, like, these people, this whole organization was kind of, not founded, but really because it was founded earlier, but like, kind of took off around these different events. But, um, her mom literally called BLM a fraud. And then Tamara Rice, another victim, her mom said, they are benefiting off the blood of our loved ones, and they won't even talk to them. Like, they or talk to us. Hold on. They literally don't reach out to these families who have had like, I guess they claim these violence against blacks. And like, that's like what they say they're advocating for and the two people that george floyd was sharing a house with Uh never saw like any money never saw anyone from the organization and like yes you would think or yes they were weren't necessarily george floyd's family but also like he was living with them you would think that they would be like oh do you know any of his family like what can we help you? Can we help his family? There's nothing. They just mm-hmm. don't talk to the victim's families. So I just thought it was like the fact that like these victim families are speaking out and are like BLM is a fraud because their money is being used for reasons that are not necessarily what they were supposed to be used for. Like, when the people, all these people donated to BLM, that is not where they expected their money to go to. For private security and mm-hmm. the founder's father. So, yeah. Okay, that's everything on that. Okay. okay. So that was everything on, like, some of their scandals and, like, their money laundering that was going on within the mm-hmm. organizations. Also, I just thought of this. If other organizations had this many, like, things going on behind the scenes, they would be investigated.
1: I mean, there are other organizations that have this many things going on well, behind yeah. the scenes. I would say almost every organization has this many things going behind the scenes. But yeah, they. Yeah. I, mean, I wish that all organizations were just held to a higher level of accountability.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now we're gonna move on to the summer of love. Summer of
2: love oh, my notes I wrote summer of love of love. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: It's you know obviously. Was where so many cities were moved to join the BLM movement. So like Mm -hmm. not the actual cities. People in the cities. Sorry, (laughs) me trying to Mariah would be like, actually, the cities
0: didn't move. Thank you, Mariah. <laughs> uh, well, more like burned
2: for the sake of Black Lives, but... Bro. These were all peaceful protests,
1: obviously. Obviously. It's not like Portland was just a constantly on fire.
2: Yeah. Just no violence at all
1: it was all the farmers market is where um 2018
2: it was 2018 or 2019 maybe 27 Why are
1: they protesting in 2018
2: it was sometime before then because they were going down to see it was either when she went down to my aunt and uncle's engagement
1: oh okay i understand there was a riot um with uh between antifa and um yeah. Patriot Prayer. So it was yeah, so like it was so it was both sides' fault. <laughs> I would like yeah. to say if if there is a if it some I'm, I'm letting you know, I don't know a lot about Patriot Pick prayer, but based purely off that name, I probably can say that both sides had equal um yeah. So where yeah um the farmer's market is is like right in the middle of the PSU campus. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm but yeah no because they had gone down and it was like
1: all smashed this man is wearing like steampunk goggles in a make america great again hat he definitely got arrested for punching a protester in the face i'm letting you know that i i am holding both sides accountable for this
0: yeah but anyways yeah Um,
1: sorry these pictures are hilarious He has like a beer belly, a GoPro, and a gun. <laughs> What's going on here?
2: <laughs> the, the most backwoods Republican.
1: I'm letting you look. Let, so let's chat about this, to There's a picture here of them on, like, essentially a tank. All of them carrying guns, and one of the girl, all of them in like American flag tank tops. Um. A bunch of, I would say, white people who look like they have nothing better to do, and one of them says, my body, my choice. I don't know what side these people are on. I truly don't know, because the girl standing next to her has a faith shirt on, and the person sitting next to them that says, veterans from Trump.
0: What? What are we protesting? Anyone with three first names cannot be trusted
2: going somewhere with bringing that up and I don't know, because we got to this point and I don't know what it was prior to my point prior to that. I brought up
1: I don't remember why I brought that up. Anyways. Um, Your mom saw a window smashed.
2: Yeah, but I don't, I was bringing that point up to make another point, but I don't know what it was, so we just got to an interesting
1: protest instead. I know what we're protesting. What were we protesting? Weird thing to protest. They're protesting Me Too. Oh. They're
0: they pre- protesting oh, Me Cutter? Too.
1: In like by doing like a Him Too thing for men under attack. Y'all, what a weird thing to decide to. This is a weird battle to fight. Yeah. it's told me 10 people were arrested because you fist fought over me too. I'm, yeah. all for, uh, I'm all for, like, standing up against fake rape allegations, but I'm not bare knuckle boxing someone in the streets of Portland on a college
0: campus. Yeah. And... Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me on something. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh. So we were talking about how completely peaceful protests, obviously. Cities were burning. Oh, there's
1: members of the KKK showed up.
2: Oh, my. What? <laughs> how did we all unite over this issue?
0: <laughs> how
2: did all sides unite over
1: this issue? You killed some of my bird This man, who killed two people on a train on my birthday, showed up to this rally. He carried a baseball bat, he threw Nazi salutes, and shouted racial slurs in a Burger King parking lot.
2: I wonder if that's the Burger King we went to in Portland.
1: While some attendees of the rally wanted him to stay, arguing that the right to unpopular speech was part of the point, he was eventually asked to leave the rally. In the video of the rally, you can see a Christian, you can see Christian, wearing a Revolutionary War era flag as a cape, being told by another rally attendee, Dude, you're giving the Nazi sign and you're saying the N-word, so please go away. He had been screaming at the women to go back to Saudi Arabia and saying that colored people had ruined Portland before the three men. Before three men had to step in, we got the best joke
2: But it's kind of weird. I don't know how all the sides united over this issue.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, back back to the summer of love. A
2: very peaceful time in our history. Okay. We're all locked in our houses, supposedly, except <laughs> BLM protesters could do whatever they wanted. Uh, it was reported that there was around one billion dollars worth of damages to small business or small, yeah, small business owners' property. And as we all know, like many of these businesses were already. Sh- struggling due to being shut down by the government during the pandemic. Like, literally, in 2020, these businesses were shut for months, and then they were being under attack, basically, by BLM protests. Like, all these bigger cities, like, these democratic cities were literally having to close... Small businesses were fearing, like, small business owners were literally fearing their life because they were like when we're just going to end up our house or our business is going to burn with us inside of it or it's just going to burn and we're going to lose our livelihood mm-hmm. and everything like a lot of these small businesses they've put all of their life savings into the business in order to start it and like they were under attack first by the government and then by these protesters mm-hmm. uh okay So these business owners were being called racist if they spoke up about, like, what was happening or what had happened to their businesses. If they were like, oh, my window was broken. Oh, like, part of my storefront was lit on fire. They were being called racist because they, if they were, you know, coming out about this because they were complaining. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They were told to apologize for the wrong they had done to the Black community. I was like, uh, unless they were turning away Black people, but we've pretty much gotten rid of segregation for the most part. Except now we've got Black-only graduations and dorms, but you know.
1: Kosta, I would love a Black-only graduation. <laughs> okay. You know how much time that would save? I would have to sit through like 800 people's... Not even that. Like more than that, because our college gets combined with like multiple other colleges. Yeah. Like it was. It's like us and like the College of Engineering and like the College of like Natural Sciences.
2: So College like... of College of Science and Technology, mm-hmm. Engineering,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Humanities,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Natural Sciences, and I feel like there was one other.
1: I think that because that's four different. That's four different colleges. Yeah, Because engineering since I went college. Now it was technology, engineering, natural sciences, and then humanities, mm. and then business gets two graduations.
2: Well, yeah, because there's about eight
0: billion business students. Anyways, so like
2: they were. Tw- Telling these people to apologize, and I'm like, what are we apologizing for? Existing? Mm -hmm. Like, you're the one who literally lit this business on fire, Mm -hmm. or smashed their window, or just looted their property. Uh, It didn't matter what the race of the business owners were, if they opposed the moment, the movement. They were targeted for hate by the internet, by the community, and even by celebrities. Hollywood tends to lean a little bit left and support left-leaning movements. So, of course, Hollywood backed them themselves a lot of Hollywood, not necessarily all of it. But they came out in support of BLM, a lot of celebrities. Um, These um, celebrities supported the acts of violence, whether they be acts of physical violence or burning of the cities. The elite supported it. Some even incited violence on social media. Yet there were no repercussions. I cannot speak anymore. I've talked too much.
0: Yeah.
2: Repercussions. Repercussions. Repercussions for their actions. (laughs) Uh, Some of the most liberal cities had the most riots, fire, and loot looting were common themes if you ever wanted to steal something summer of
1: love would have been a a great time i know i should have taken like a day trip to portland and really gone like looted a bookstore or something
2: yeah because you would have just had to say it was for for the cause of black lives matter
1: it's a miracle it's still standing, but we have one of, you know those, like, Microsoft and Apple stores where it's all Windows? Uh-huh. I don't know how that wasn't touched. I'd be in there smashing Windows and making oh. off of, like, 30 MacBook Pros. The other cities that happened. Yeah, I don't know how Oregon's is less standing.
0: Yeah. Because I know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but but just remember,
2: in the words of AOC, this is a very recent quote, they just needed bread for their families. She literally said that recently towards looting in, I think, California. She's like, they just need bread for their families. Like, I'm pretty sure there's other way to get bread. I don't know why you need a 20 pairs of $300 shoes to pay for bread for your family, but, you know... According to reports, around 25 people died from the riots or just from political unrest during the summer of 2020. Um, these numbers were according to a Guardian article from October 2020. Obviously, there was could have been more that just weren't reported, and there was a lot that probably were somehow linked into COVID deaths. Deaths. I don't know mm-hmm. how, but you know, you could die in a car accident, and they were like mm, COVID deaths. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was some protesters or people who were caught up in the political unrest. Who okay, that was everything I have on the summer of love. Such a loving time.
1: Such a loving time. Closest stole my information for the last thing. I'm sorry. Fine. Also, I was gonna look. I was trying to find a list of donors. Um. For BLM and you know they bury that list quite nicely, so
2: so if anyone you know, has it
0: mm-hmm.
2: has access to it, send it our way just so we can look at it.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious
2: now, um, Costa, do you feel like you learned anything at the end of t- this? Like I knew there was a lot of like money, like the money being used in the wrong spots, but I didn't realize like we're just out here paying her dad and her baby dad.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, and not just a
1: little bit of money,
0: a lot of money.
1: How do you agree that they should be considered in um, domestic terrorists? I don't think BLM should, but I think that Antifa should.
2: Yes, I would agree with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. because honestly there's a lot of people who do things in the name of BLM without being associated with BLM. There are people who are the people who are directly associated with Antifa are domestic terrorists.
2: Yeah, I honestly don't feel like BLM as an organization does a lot. People do things in the name of it, but I don't feel like
0: mm-hmm.
2: they're out here inciting violence.
0: Yeah.
2: As for Antifa, mm-hmm. is totally like. um, Come on, let's go. We're going to burn down this city. Okay, I was mostly, I don't know, I was just going to say, yeah. I was mostly talking about how I just don't feel like BLM does a lot. They don't mm-hmm. really do anything other than collect yeah. a lot of money
0: mm-hmm.
2: and donate to a lot of transgender organizations. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm curious, like, what black organizations did they even donate to other than one black transgender organization? Like, if that's their whole movement, but, you know, okay. Okay. Yeah, but, like, at least on the 20, the tax forms from 2020, which is the income from, hold up. For the calendar year of twenty twenty one, or the fiscal year beginning July first, twenty twenty one, and ending June thirtieth, twenty twenty, there is no Trevor project listed.
1: That's so interesting. You would think that's like the most famous. Like
0: mm-hmm. interesting. All right. Um. Was that close? That. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for listening. To this episode of i don't want to talk about politics
2: um, oh i know, i i know why that's not working. I'll fix that and it's not i d w tap it's i d w tap podcast
0: podcast dot, com. dot com. yeah um it'll be working within the next two weeks yeah, it should be working in a few
1: minutes. In a few minutes. It should be working now. Yeah. Um, All right. Let me try that again. Check us out. Um, Check out our website, which is Mm www.idwtapodcast.com, where you can see our blog. Um, I will be writing a blog post in the upcoming week regarding Uplifting Black Voices um, in block in honor of Black History Month and just kind of, you know, shed some light on some really cool black creators. I did that. I wrote a post about it in August of last year, talking about black celebrating black excellence. And so I wanted to highlight a few more people because I I very much enjoyed doing that. Mm-hmm. Um let's see, check us out on Instagram, um at idwtap podcasts as well. IDW underscore podcast underscore podcast. Also check out our personal Instagrams um, at allyjoy ali dot one seven three and Calista. Um, I will be attending the Arizona March for Life this week, so I will be posting some super cool videos on that. So keep an eye out for that. Maybe I'll do a little Instagram takeover on the IDW. On the Instagram, on our Instagram as well. That'd be fun. Sweet. Uh, Calista, what are we talking about next episode?
2: We're talking about Allison's
1: absolute favorite person ever. Wait, is it Maxine Waters?
2: Mm, not quite.
1: Is it is it Senator Ted Cruz? No. Nope. Is it U.S. Representative Dan Crenshaw? No. Whose son may be playing at her school.
0: What? (laughs) There's
1: a guy on the baseball team named, like, like Ethan Crenshaw. So I've been making jokes that I was, like, in relation to Dan.
2: No, we are talking Mm. about Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas.
0: My true favorite person.
2: Yes. We're talking about the book The People's Justice by the music. Once, one more second.
0: A mole that far. Definitely said that author's name wrong, but about Clarence
2: Thomas and the constitutional stories that define him. So.
0: I so. do. Anyhow.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm super excited. Calista, uh, you've already started reading. I have. What are your give us like a quick one to two sentence summary of your current thoughts?
2: I enjoy how the book is set up because it Mm kind of gives a to like what the case was about and like how it went through the local courts and then how it got to the Supreme Court and then it talks about the mm-hmm. Supreme Court case, which is really nice.
1: Uh-huh. Are you dying? I accidentally pulled my nose piercing out, and so I'm trying to pull a new one back in, but it hurts because I accidentally okay. pulled my nose piercing out. Okay. I'm fine. I'm just going to leave it half at, halfway out for a bit. Okay.
2: Uh, overall, I really enjoy it so far, and I, I am... Let's see. I am on chapter six, and I believe there's nine chapters. No, mm-hmm. maybe there's more. No, there's 12 chapters.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, so I'm halfway through it. Chapter-wise. But it's really good
1: so far. currently see why uh, Clarence Thomas is my favorite justice?
2: I do. He's just also, so... Also, mm-hmm. reading this book, so I knew that there's some older Supreme Court justice is on the Supreme Court right now.
0: Mhm.
2: But reading the book and reading the like years that these cases were in the court it would be like 1997, 2002. I'm like these these Supreme Court justice better hang on for a little bit longer because we're going to have issues if any of them decide to just like fall That's over dead.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's not honestly that common for someone to die. I mean, think about Sandra O'Connor just died. Yeah, like only just died with R. T. Yeah. By the way. Um. Okay. I, I got nice it. In, I got it in. By oh. the way, in case anyone was wondering. Oh, it hurt. Um. I yeah, I. I he's just so interesting because uh-huh. I wouldn't even say like anymore that he's like a proper like like conservative. I would say he's more of like a constitutionalist, which makes him so interesting. Mm-hmm. And like he just uh, he's so intelligent and I don't know if they go into it at all, but there's like a really there's like a deep past with him and Biden when Biden was in Congress when he was being um like when he was being confirmed by Congress, because, like, mm-hmm. it's like the way that he treated him, ah, it's so, so interesting.
2: Yeah, it's... It's gonna be a fun
0: episode.
1: hmm I'm sure it's- about 90% of it will be me just gushing over my boy Clarence Thomas. I am positive. I'm pretty sure he and I would be best friends in real life. Is it because you're both Black?
0: Just I'm kidding. Was- I would just Okay. Let's wrap this up. Felicity, do you have any lasting thoughts on BLM? Um,
2: they're not all what they say they are.
1: I don't hate them as much as I originally hated them, and I know that sounds really weird. But I was like, okay, so they're just kind of like a crappy organization who, like, doesn't really do anything.
2: Yeah, they basically just are a name yeah they' a just, lot like, of a money,
1: money There's like a money laundering scam, like I'm just like, okay, I'm over <sighs> it now. like they're like, it's like fine. A... you
2: just laundered some money, it's fine.
1: I'm like they're essentially like, um, uh, what's it called the 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 one that everyone thinks is like a front for human trafficking um, Bedmart. that's what it is, <laughs> or like a mattress world uh mattress firm mattress firm it's not too late yeah, like a baby mattress firm that one <laughs> is that not have you not heard that one before
2: i've not heard that one well is no,
1: ma- I've heard- yeah it, well, is mattress world a local thing then
2: i think so because we have mattress firm
1: we have mattress world Oh my goodness! the The Q and A for this one is: Do you have mattress world? I could easily Google this, but I really want to know. Okay. Not too late to. Sleep except, like except baby. that's not very. What? There's,
2: there's yes or no, but how are you gonna know where it is? If you did a yes or no question, somebody could say yes, but you want to know where they're from. If your goal is to know if it's a local thing. Okay.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's a weird one. When do we not have a weird episode? Our, you know what? You know what wasn't our weird episode? Our family vloggers episode.
2: That episode was so great. And it doesn't get the love it deserves. It doesn't
0: get the love that it deserves. Like, this is why we put on weird episodes.
2: Yeah. See you next week.